You know everybody been waiting on that baby, man. I mean it like ever since baby on baby drop, man. Ever like, since baby on you know, baby drop, oh, ain't nobody drop shit. Let's go. Ha. I needed some shit with some bob in it. Let's go. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth, watch the swerve and that whip had a cop in it. Woo. My bitch got good pussy, fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli, I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits, I'm a hot nigga. Oh, you asking for pictures? Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody. What's going on? How are you all? Are you well? I'm well. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm pretty well. I am your host, Christian Espinel, and right beside me is uh, your boy, Joshua Cole. Good evening, everybody. Seasonal greetings, of course. Yeah. Uh, and across from us, as usual, is interim producer Edge Lord Brian. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I'm not an Edge Lord. He is an Edge Lord. Don't let him tell you any different. He is an Edge Lord for sure. I promise you. you. I promise you. I will uh, fight you. He is also known as Big News Brian. You know, I was thinking maybe whenever you do that, there should be like an explosion. Why don't you do? Well, that's on you, buddy. Yeah, you have control. (laughs) That's a great suggestion. I have an air horn. (laughs) If you want to do something (laughs) about it, yeah. There we go, asshole. (laughs) You want me to do your job? (laughs) I don't have your laptop. Uh, Anyway. Let's get into plugs real quick. We got a lot to get to without this edgelord rebelling against us at every turn. You can find us on the social media. I am at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where you at? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram. And you, rebel scum? <laughs> oh my God. You can find me at B.ESP on both Twitter and Instagram. Cool. Uh, follow the show also on, at New Jump City at, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We're doing a lot of fun stuff on there, polls and, and the like. Uh, little reviews of the stuff that we can't talk about on the show because of time constraints. We usually do it on the on the gram. So follow us on that. It's a lot of fun stuff going on there. Uh, any suggestions, uh, questions, anything you guys want to talk to us about, uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and YouTube as well. And uh, please give us a review on iTunes, Pref- preferably a favorable one, but no one's forcing you to. Um, and... Uh, Spoiler alerts ahead. Uh, before we do that, I wanna I wanna drop what we're gonna what we're gonna be covering after the Promise Neverland ends. We did a poll on Twitter. If you follow us at New Jump City, uh, we did a poll not too long ago. We let you guys decide what we're covering after the Promise Neverland ends. And uh, without further ado, the w- the winner of the series poll is. I hope he turns his sword into some gu- 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 guns. Chainsaw Man. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. I like that series. I had dropped it because I started trying to catch up on Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Wait, but, why don't um, we cover Haikyuu? It's a weird one. I no, did... I just, just for my own leisure. I'll know? tell you what. I didn't expect Chainsaw Man to win at all. Uh, I thought Me neither. With the, with the heavy hitters we had on there, we had like Kimetsu no Yaiba on the list, and we had... Uh, we had Spy Family on there. <laughs> uh, I was expecting I was expecting Kimetsu no Yaiba to win, but uh, a close second was actually Jujutsu Kaisen, which was uh, also surprising. But uh, Chainsaw Man it is, you guys. Uh, we're not going to start covering it this week. Uh, we'll probably start it in, in the new year, um, or even when Promise Neverland ends, uh, j- because we already covered like eight series, seven series on on our own. So once uh once Promise Neverland ends, we'll we'll bring it to the fold. Uh, but with that being said, uh, Brian, be a deer and randomize me, please. Joe. 
Samurai 8. Oh, my God. Samurai 8, Chapter 32. Lasers, blastings, and sword slices. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Chapter 32, Time Limit. Last we left, every all the samurai were caught in those stupid-looking traps. And uh, <laughs> no, that's your opinion. And it looks like Sanda has. It's also Brian's opinion. Uh, it's. <laughs> it looks like Sanda has a, a choice to make. He uh, he can either free the samurai or follow Ben and his literal father's samurai soul on on his shoulder. And um, Sarame. What? <laughs> I felt like that was a Sarame moment. I, it, I probably What does wasn't. that mean? What's, what does that mean in Japanese? I don't know, Brian. I don't. In I'll, I'll look I'm, into it. Well, Please, yeah, Brian you. will. Brian will do the research. Um, meanwhile, you could just get the whole sentence. Actually, I would like to know that. Yeah, everybody's like, "Shit, Kotsuka's totally gonna kill Ryu," and um, and Kotsuka's like, "What do I do?" Uh, but you know, he, I think he just like kind of already knows that he's not gonna kill Ryu. He's like just kind of in a in a state of indecision. But uh, Ryu doesn't even fucking wait for him to make a choice. He uh, he basically uses the scorpion from World Trigger to break out. <laughs> uh, he like sprouts a sword from his belly, and uh, it's a cool moment. Ryu was pretty cool. Yeah, it was dope. I didn't I didn't know he could do that. Number one, I didn't see that before. Yeah, Ryu's not like, complaining. <laughs> Ryu's like, I can't wait for your character development to come through. Right now, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and he bursts through. The chain, the the stupid ass traps. Oh, he's with the Gundari style. Yeah, he has the Gundari style. Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. I guess it's Yumakuga style. <laughs> Sprout blades from your body and nice. use it to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheating. It's not cheating. I'm win. being silly. <laughs> uh, okay, so with that being said, uh, Ryu is free and he's about to c- uh, cut down uh, Kotsuga. And everybody's like, wait a minute, you're going to cut Kotsuga? Yeah, and um, and uh, it's it's he obviously doesn't. He winks. We're starting off very spicy, guys. He winks, and he's like, I got you, partner. I remember that thing that you taught me about sarcastically winking. It was very nice, full circle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friendship, <laughs> bonding, building. So they both use the power of friendship to cut square through Ben K. And they're just like, partner, even though I betrayed you, but we're partners. Yeah, they sliced off his dad's skeletal yeah. part. <laughs> they sliced off. Essentially freeing his soul. You sliced my dad. And, and letting him transfer to the afterlife, I guess, or something. You know how that goes. Yeah. Um. And uh, Ben is like, Kotsuga, you rat. <laughs> Kotsuga's like, I'm Sanda. And Ryu's <laughs> like, that's right. And Sanda's a good guy. Much to Hachimaru's delight. And Hachimaru's like, yeah, he is. He totally is. He's the best guy. Um, but meanwhile, the uh, the Death Star is being aimed at uh, the turtle ship, at uh, Dharma's turtle ship. And uh, it's a race against the clock. 20 seconds to go. All the samurai are making a full blitz. Uh, the main cast makes a makes a blitz for uh, Ben K. <laughs> Only for them all to get sliced in half. Yeah. Main cast. And uh, <laughs> An is just praying. Turns uh, Hachimaru Samurai a pure white, you know, just like before. Uh, they cut straight through B- Benkei. And, and his dirty, nasty sword. But it's not enough. Uh, you know, they uh, Benkei still is in the game, and he cuts Ryu as he makes his way towards the uh, the stop button. Uh, Hachimaru is stuck in between Benkei's uh, fucking cut and half-ass body. And uh, that's when uh, the silent, send the silent, Activates his rocket fist. 
at uh and he makes it to the samurai soul with two uh the samurai spine thing with two seconds to go. Will with his princess praying behind him, please, please make it there. Please, our Lord and Savior, save us. Please, Rocket Hand, make it. <laughs> please, Samurai Jesus, to help kiosk. us. Help my samurai. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Two seconds to go. His hand is literally on the spine, and uh, we'll see if he uh, pulls it out in time. I'm going to assume that they saved the day. That would be hilarious if they blow up and die. And that's Imagine the the it was like, oh, <laughs> oops. We got canceled. This oh, is how well. the series ends. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the finale. Uh, Kishimoto's just mad at us, so he kills everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you did this, guy. <laughs> oh, yeah? You don't want my series to keep going? I'm, I'm blowing everyone up. How about this? Holus L. Ben wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ben's the best. Ben. <laughs> oh, ben. Fuck you, rats. <laughs> oh, man. I'm um, having too much fun. All right. This, was a, this was a good ch- uh, chapter. I keep butchering the name. It's Samurai. Yeah. This, this chapter was fine. I, no, I it was cool. It I liked it. I wonder um, what happens next. I am enjoying watching the art get better. Uh, that's pretty fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know much to say. I haven't a noticed, but I didn't have a problem with the art to begin with. So. No, neither die. But it's just good to see it uh, improve. Like, see a good, per- uh, talented artist get better. Hey, I'll take it. It's good stuff you're saying. So yeah. It's very rare. Yeah. It's also like he's really, he's really getting to Kishimoto's style, his art style. Mm-hmm. It's like very, he's getting very close to it. It's really cool. It's like a cool mentorship. Oh, I love it. Yeah, they look on. like Naruto characters right there. And I'm not even a little bit upset. It's funny because like Kishimoto does like the storyboards for these. He doesn't draw, right? You said he that. He doesn't draw it. I mean that though. I'm saying like they literally yeah. do look like, like ninjas, bro. Like, yeah, but this when Kishimoto does the story, guys. when he when Kishimoto does the storyboard, it almost looks exactly fully like a manga, and I'm like, why don't you just draw it all the way? <laughs> like, bro, just go for it. Just finish. <laughs> you did the pencil. Or maybe they could do American comic style where he takes over for certain arts or something. Because inking fucking sucks. He has assistance yeah, for that. It's because and they get paid good money too. I mean, you know, it, it gives kind of wants a life. It gives a young artist some some work, so I'm not totally mad at it. But uh, anyway, Hachimaru. Oh yeah, that was Samurai H. Samurai. Uh, decent chapter, Brian. Rare monsters. Incoming. Woo! This is a good one to start off with. American oh concept. yeah, guys, the name of the comic is called Incoming. Okay, so um, how do we fit seventy pages of? It's <laughs> ninety-one pages actually. Well, uh, not all of it is reading, right? There's 90. a lot of ads in the back. Well, who am I kidding? This whole thing is an ad. Oh uh, yeah, this is incoming a bit. This uh, this has actually been teased for a little while. Um, this incoming event, where and and for a short while, Christian teased to me that this was a very epic and important book. I thought it was cool. So we're gonna find out if <laughs> what he said was true or not. Okay, so we uh we get Together. introduced to this guy, the masked raider, who uh, happens upon a crime scene. Uh, a man has been murdered in a in a locked room mystery. And uh, he outsources all of this to the he outsources this mystery to the rest of uh, the to the very nearest superhero in to- in town. He's like, I'm not. This isn't my type of work. So you know, I'm just gonna hand this off to the next available superhero. And who is that, perchance? It's Daredevil. He and Elektra are hanging out, fucking training on a rooftop, um, which is cool. I yeah, like that they caught them in the middle. That's all weebs do. <laughs> just training and Naruto running across <laughs> rooftops. Um, but uh, that's when uh, they 
Matt hears a gunshot. He gets did did the masquerader just shoot them from a distance? Yeah, just kind of to get their attention. It was very weird. Why didn't he just say, "Hey"? Couldn't he use his <laughs> cosmic powers to kind of just be like, "Hello, come to this building." He literally could have whispered and dared. I'm a good guy. Him. Come over here. Well, here's <laughs> the, here's the thing. Masquerader has the ability to become the exact equal of the nearest superhero that's next to him. So. He is. He has. Dare, he essentially has Daredevil's powers. That's a from being so close. That's a really cool oh, nice. superpower to have. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But it's you nice. know, it's about how you use it, I guess. Um. Anyway, Daredevil and Electra go to investigate, and they're like, and uh, the Mass Raider's like, "Hey, uh, uh, just for the record, I didn't do this murder. Uh, I called you because maybe you can help do the murder thing, mystery thing." Bye. Uh, <laughs> he just he just pieces out. And uh, Daredevil's like, well, he wasn't lying. I, with my sonar sense, I could tell. Uh, I'm not really the smartest detective, so I'll I'll pick on my uh, smartest detective friend I know, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Wait, first off, did he bring attention to a murder by shooting? Yeah, yes, he <laughs> shot at Daredevil, <laughs> but not like he wasn't trying to shoot him. He just kind of wanted to alert him. That's the that was the whole like. Again, you have cosmic powers. Listen, we've seen dumber in manga where like characters would straight up just attack each other and be like, "Hey, hey. I know I was coming at you. I know it's coming at your head." With Whole a- special move. <laughs> yeah, blocked. It's been a while. Good thing you blocked that attack, so we could have a normal conversation. Because if that would have hit you, who? I yeah. guess that would have meant. I don't. I, I mean, I know it was. Had going, to make sure you were strong enough for me to pass you this information. I know I was going full swing with a samurai sword at your fucking neck, but now that we can talk like a normal conversation. Um. Anyway, we call on Jessica Jones. She's taking um snapshots of Doing the regular detective work. Yeah, and she's like, she's just a regular person with that's really strong and indestructible and stuff, but not ODOD. Yeah, she's. You know. She uh she's taking pictures of the crime scene. She's like, this fucking crime scene is almost spotless, and that's weird. But there's also no evidence. But wait a minute! And then he notices, she notices that uh, this guy just has one picture of his face on the wall, and it's like, like a selfie. Yeah, and but like framed on his wall. And like normal, very people, weird indeed. Normal people don't do this. No. She, she pulls <laughs> off the the picture, and sure enough, behind the frame, there is uh there's a clue. Uh, this description that says two faced. And a long ass series of numbers with the Hala star at the end, which is essentially the insignia of uh, Captain Marvel, Marvel and the Kree. So she goes to consult Captain Marvel about this. It's like, hey, I found this weird shit. It has your superhero symbol on it. The fuck? And uh, Captain Marvel's like, uh, I'll just, I'll just pass it along. And she does so. She passes it along to the Avengers. She goes to Avengers Tower and she goes to uh, Black Panther, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what this is either. Uh, so, and we can't really help you. We got a lot of shit to deal with. Uh, I'm going to list off everything the Avengers have to deal with right now. We have Namor. We have the Squatch and Supreme. We have the Vampires. We have, uh, what else? Namor's. The new Star Namors? brand? Yeah, you yeah the new Star brand. New Star Iron brand. Man is in prehistoric times. I, Iron Man's <laughs> gone. MIA. Yeah. I mean, we know he's dead. And Namor, <laughs> Namor's people are just here just to talk shit for no reason. And then I mean, leave. leave. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, I guess they're entitled to do that if they please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and yeah, Black Panther's just like, yeah, we have a. This is not a national offense or nothing. So <laughs> we have uh, a full line. We have a full ass fucking plate. Go ask someone else. And uh, she goes to uh, Blue Marvel, 
the uh, greatest superhero in Marvel Comics history. Yeah, the one with the uh, man with the ultimate power. Being a black man with ultimate power. <laughs> and um he's uh he apparently has a secret team of his own uh called the Three X's, made up of Jimmy Woo, who leads the a- Agents of Atlas, and this dude who uses a skateboard for a, a weapon and transportation device. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And he's really strong and cool and smart. So wait. So, so you have goes, to respect him. She goes from like like the Avengers to these guys? Yeah, these are the secret Avengers or something. Yeah. Because they asked, it's like an Illuminati. He said, no. No, we're not being dicks like you guys were once. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, it's y'all Avengers. He said, listen, we talk to everybody. It's not like we're being secretive. We just do the non-mainstream shit. Doesn't, doesn't and she... I was reading it like, yeah, all right, that's possible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> doesn't she know, like, Iron Fist and fucking Luke Cage? Yeah, but, you know, this is like the point of this is that the mystery is supposed to get bigger. Like, as she's passing it along. Yeah, this is essentially a step up from the Avengers as far as secrecy <laughs> and understanding goes. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then the skateboard dude, he calls Richard Ryder, a.k.a. Nova, who is sad-boying in space and oh, taking down full fleets. Epic sad-boying. <laughs> I know a lot of people like this character, and they've been fiending for him to come back, Richard Ryder, right? But uh, I don't care for him in this part. <laughs> He's pretty cool, though. He He's blasts. like, man, I've been to the Cancerverse. I died. I died a lot of times, <laughs> and they left me, but I'm back now. And, and the guy that that's my nemesis brought me back, and I don't know why. And I'm <laughs> the universe is trying to pull itself apart, and the Nova Corps are no more. Bro, so it always is. I'm <laughs> also busy. Ask someone else. Uh, and uh, that's when uh, the uh, the leader of the Agent of Atlas is like going around the Earth just looking for Amadeus Cho, who has disappeared. Who has gone everywhere but the other place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of pages of Jimmy uh, Woo being like, where's Amadeus Cho? And everyone's like, dude, fuck you. Where have you been? There's a lot of epic stuff that happened in these books that you should go check out and read. <laughs> literally? Literally. Because yes. I am kind of like, damn, bro. Like, what happened? Yeah, they're like but literally. I won't get sucked in. There are six pages of uh, of the Agents of Atlas at varying points being like, our book is so epic. <laughs> and you've been missing for these it. things happened. You left us for dead while we <laughs> solved everything. The fuck you leave us with Amadeus Cho? It's not like he's like one of the smartest people in our universe and also a Hulk. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask that. Isn't he a Hulk? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's kind of like a different version. Uh, And where has Amadeus Cho been? He went back to the champions to visit. And, uh, you know, they're just about to hang Literally out. Literally the other place I would check if he wasn't with Atlas. Yeah. That this super smart guy did. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's. Uh, they're basically about to do some team building exercises when they get... Uh, a glimpse of the news, and the senator has been talking shit on young heroes. Being yeah, this like, is. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, why are all these kids fighting in wars and shit?" And the kids are like, "Let us fight wars." Yeah, um, I mean, he he has a point, but he also doesn't have a point. Yeah, because, bro, it's a the Marvel universe. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and then they're just like, "Hey, so what's going on with Bruce?" <laughs> and Amadeus is like. Well, oh well. Cut to Bruce Banner, uh, having a therapy session with Doc Samson, and uh, it's not really Bruce Banner. It's uh, it's the Joe uh, Fix It, Joe Fix It, the Gray Hulk. Okay, so in the Immortal Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner shares a consciousness with uh, the Devil Hulk and his classic Gray Hulk skin. 
uh, he's it's it's pretty cool. You guys should we, we'll probably we'll try to pick it up later. It's a really good book, I promise. Yeah, um, incredibly good. Yeah, I like a, how they used the same artist from his book too. Yeah, it's a lot of development on that point. Is just uh, them basically talking about like the varying states of where Joe fixed it, that persona came from, and essentially it's because Bruce Banner watched a lot of TV as a kid like a lot of classic 30s movies and he would just like these old private detectives are the real men in the world uh, yeah she yeah see <laughs> i want to read all of his dialogue like yeah bruce bannon learned to grow up real quick see nah. <laughs> the survivors pops <laughs> uh yeah so you know so yeah he's the... he kind of i want to say that he, he kind of dropped a clue as to why he's not in gray hulk form I'm not saying that the Devil Hulk is like suppressing him, and I think the Devil Hulk is suppressing the other aliases uh, in general. Yeah, the it's Devil Hulk. Joe Fix is the only one that could pop out, but obviously he's limited because he's just normal human form. Yeah, interesting stuff. We'll cover it eventually. Meanwhile, the Ghost Rider is going around uh, like the all these demons want to kill me and get Mephisto back on the on the throne of hell. Uh, he's another one. He's another sad boy. I hate being the king of hell, but God damn it, I will. Like, he's well. He seems right. to be. A, he he seems to be exclusively aiming to break Mephisto out of his prison, and uh, he comes face to face with Wong. Wong shows up in Las Vegas, Nevada. And is like, hey, uh, Ghost Rider, I I I heard you've been popping shit all over the Marvel universe, and he's like, well, I guess we're gonna have to square up then, and that's where that. I guess why. <laughs> well, I guess he's trying to stop him from well, breaking out the literal devil from from prison. What I meant to say earlier was that he he's the king of hell, but he doesn't want to be the king of hell. But he's trying to prove to every single one of these demons that he is the king, so deal with it. It's kind of weird. It's it's kind of very weird situation. I think he doesn't want to be the king of hell, so he's going to break Mephisto out of his prison so he cannot be the king of hell anymore. That's pretty cool. Okay. I mean, that's straightforward, yeah. So, so I only he, like Nicolas Cage Johnny Blaze, by the way. That's it. So, that's the only Johnny Blaze. Yeah, character. I think he did a great job. I'm no cap. I like that movie. Those Go on, Brian. Anyway. So can you guys answer me the question of what the fuck actually happened in this chapter? Because well, you explain it. Well, we're not done yet. <laughs> but, yeah, because there's oh. a lot more. We get a little bit of a Venom thing, like, Null is free. Holy shit. And he's taking over galaxies, and he's... Probably the biggest threat out there right now. And Dylan can see it all. Yeah, uh, little boy. There's a little moment where Peter and Miles are hanging out. It's, it's like, the nicest moment. It's a like little cool thing. Uh, we get a, a an instance where Hulkling and Wiccan reunite for a minute, and uh, they they make out for a while. They are a long-established couple in the Marvel Universe, and it was kind of cool to see them together again. Sweet. But uh, then Hulkling receives a call, and he has to go, so he, he leaves. Um Meanwhile, in Krakoa, Mr. Sinister is being Mr. Sinister and plotting behind everyone's back. Uh, he's like, ooh, yeah. ooh. Because Magneto and, and Professor X and everybody else, there's just no way they expect this to happen, man. Yeah, they're bringing their worst enemies I've into the I've never seen field. this coming either. Yeah. Uh, okay, but they hint at uh, this storyline. Uh, Jonathan Hickman's writing a crossover between the X-Men and the Fantastic Four where they both fight over custody of uh, Franklin Richards. Uh, that's really cool. I mm. did not know that that was happening soon. Yeah, so that's this is, that's the commercial for that. Uh, 
Then in Fantastic Four, uh, you know, stuff is happening. Uh, Fantastic Four doing usual Fantastic Four shit. Uh, Franklin Richards reminds everyone that his powers are limited now. Uh, his his ultimate uh, reality bending powers, he can only use them like for big events because every time he uses his powers, he loses a little bit of them. Um, yeah, he's not a GG machine anymore, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marvel editors looked at each other like, hey, we got to nerf this kid. Yeah, this... <laughs> It's kind of a problem because anytime there's a conflict, uh, he should be solving it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Every single one. Meanwhile, their robot is just sick of their shit. He's just, like, upset at everything they're doing. Yeah, because AIs are, like, free now. You know, that's the thing that's happening in... In the Marvel. Iron Man books. Yeah. Uh, Blue uh, Marvel brings us back to the mystery of it all. He comes over to Reed Richards and is like, hey, we found this guy dead in uh, this series of code. Can you help us crack it? And... um. If you're not too busy with your family, and as we all know, Reed Richards, when presented with an intellectual challenge, will abandon his family. So he just does that. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say without hesitation. It's just that he doesn't hesitate much. Yeah, he's not yeah. as much of one as you would expect. When you think about it, that's the most character development he's ever had. Is that quick second of hesitation yeah. before abandoning his family for science? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I do love my family, and they're worth consideration. But science. Some <laughs> do, you think, do you think like they came up to him and they asked him and he was just like, hang on one second. I have to, I'm contractually obligated to wait one second before I say yes. Uh, then I'm a dirt bag. Uh, <laughs> my family, fuck you, science. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, science. <laughs> so he goes off with Blue Marvel to go on work on this mystery. Um, yeah, on their super science quest. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, on this plane... The CEO is riding on this plane, and then uh, he gets informed by his pilot that uh, his plane has been hijacked by its own navigational system. And apparently, <laughs> the plane get, is upset. The plane itself is like... Has an attitude, guys. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> the plane itself is like, you have caused many robo-deaths, and uh, you will pay for your crimes. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the plane decides to kill itself. In order to kill the CEO, dude. The people on a plane, the passengers are just in such disbelief that this is happening to it. Well, this is and a private plane. Never considered this, like the AI's feelings. I'm <laughs> like, mo- what? I mostly feel bad for this pilot who's like, <laughs> yeah, right. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, I just flew planes. I never hurt no robots. I listen, love my cell phone. I went to <laughs> fucking pilot school for this shit. This has nothing to I do. I followed with the me. rules. I, don't, I love robots, buddy. I I oversaw your maintenance. I thought I was doing pretty good by you. Yeah, right. I, I, I mean, if you want to be a dick about it and kamikaze all of us. I wouldn't appreciate it, but you can know. you at least give me a chance to leave? Like, <laughs> can I get my parachute? I'm you only here this? because I love planes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's as when, they sink to their death uh, uh, by the grace of human god, uh, not robot god. Iron Man comes through with his big '90s gear shoulders. Uh, he comes through. He looks like Gearhead from Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he looks like Clang Clang. That's a Pokemon. It's a Steel type. Oh my god! He just has a bunch of gears. Yeah, it's so stupid he, as hell. Yeah, he saves these guys, and uh, that's when Blue Marvel comes out to him. He's like, hey, Iron Man, you're smart, right? I need you to help me with something. <laughs> yeah. And um, Arno, uh, uh, this Iron Man is not Tony. It's Arno Stark, uh, the actual real uh, biological son of Howard Stark. Uh, Tony is apparently adopted. This was Isn't a f- he also an alien child? Something no, like he's that. a weird robot boy. No, I'm talking about Tony. No, Tony. Oh. Yeah, Tony is... Um, 
strange robot boy. I, oh, for, I haven't read the storyline in a long time. Yeah, I'm gonna have to throw, do a YouTube on that for next for next week. Yeah, but essentially, Arno Stark is taken over. He is the new Iron Man. While I don't know if Tony's dead so much as he is in the past, and he hasn't, he just hasn't returned yet. I hope it's that. Yeah, I, I think there's a missing. lot more going because the last we left off for him, he ran into the old Avengers. Yeah. So with that being said, that you uh, thought was the future, now the Nago. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That was unnecessarily petty. Anyways. Uh, okay, so you th- you guys thought Tony was a dick. Blue Marvel's like, hey, a guy has been murdered, and there's this clue. Can you uh, can you help us out? And Arno's like, no, I know who you are. You're Blue Marvel. You could have been a great hero, but you're a fucking loser. You're a big-ass dweeb, and I f- you fucking stink, dude. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> you, you got mad because people couldn't handle that you were black back in the day, <laughs> so you went and hid. And you know what? I can relate. I I had to hide, but I had to hide, but it wasn't because of me. It was because of my physical limitations, et cetera, et cetera. Wah, wah. Oh, yeah. hey, I you was kid. crippled for my whole life, and now I'm back. Yeah, yeah, look at me, and I'm a hero. Fuck you. You're lame. I have abs now. Also, hey, you kid, nice skateboard, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just like laying into Blue Marvel. He's like, oh my god, I don't have time for this. Can you just tell me if this is machine code or not? And he's like, no, it's not. Are we done? And Blue Marvel's like, all right, yes asshole and then he flies away uh and the lady's like arno's like (laughs) i know what it says (laughs) and the lady's like why didn't you tell him he didn't ask what a fucking ass he's clearly not a superhero he's just a guy with a robot suit that does what he pleases yeah what a mischievous fucking asshole yeah meanwhile at the mccarthy medical center um Mr. Fantastic comes through, and he meets up with Jane Foster. In the greatest reach of the century. Why? <laughs> Jane Foster works at the She top. is. I know. <laughs> I know, but geez, what are the chances, huh? One way to squeeze in. Oh, hey, Valkyrie's here. In the I mean, it's not that crazy. <laughs> I'm being extra. We must finish this comic. It's been 30 minutes, probably. Yeah. 20. Oh, oh God. This is a long book, you guys. You got to give us some patience. This is 91 pages we're trying to get through. Uh, in any case, he ta- he basically Mister Fantastic's autopsy basically amounts to wrapping his fa- his hand around this dude's head, and he's like, "This this shape of a Cree helmet fits right on this guy. He's a Cree, not just a Cree, a pink Cree." And I'm like, "That's, that's a <laughs> is that a shiny Cree?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And I'm like a, a bit of a leap in investigation. Rare Cree. I mean, I feel like you can wrap your head in that, you could wrap your hands in that same position and fit most people's heads into that helmet form. But that's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, I guess talk- they did mention the creases earlier, like on his skin. Yeah, I'm being facetious. Like, yeah, th- yeah. This is a callback to creases. No. No, they, uh, this was an earlier story. Where apparently they were tr- this Cree guy was tricked into working with the scroll. It was an old storyline. I don't really know when this happened, but it did. And uh, yeah, he uh, Reed is like huh, science, 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 science. Who could this be? And then we find out who exactly it is. Uh, we cut to this hu- this typical human dwelling. There is no reason to be suspicious of it at all. And that's that's actually the name of the place they <laughs> they go to. And uh, it's. Literally, this guy, he's like, mission accomplished. It's time for me to leave space. Take a bite of this apple and leave for space in Trunks' time machine. <laughs> Correct. And um, just before he's about to escape, uh, 
the guy who was murdered seemingly comes out. He's like, I found you. And he's like, Bell Dan, who is the Kree's name, who was murdered. And then Captain Marvel comes in. And is like, we found you, bitch. Punches him out. And it's a scroll soldier. Uh, and it turns out this guy that was killed was not the guy that was killed. It's Reed Richards wearing like some kind of weird shapeshifter mask. And he's like, ha ha, we got you, Scree. I mean, he can shapeshift on his own, can't he? Can he? Did yeah. he do that with his face? He's you're like right. plastic, you know. Yeah, you're right. My yeah. bad. I thought I it was for- like I some I forget tech. that he could do that. Yeah, I forgot too. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, they're like, wait a minute. I didn't kill that guy. We were friends. And uh, they're like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. You're a scroll. Fuck you. And um, he's uh, he. they basically boil down to like, He's like, oh, I, d- I really didn't kill him. You guys, what were my friend's last words? And he says, beware the trees. And he's like, oh, shit. We lost, I guess. GG, <laughs> <laughs> good. G-G, trees no come out of his. Yeah. yeah, trees start to sprout from his mouth and ears, and uh, he he explodes into a tree. If anybody remembers uh, from Yu Yu Hakusho, you know the Fox Demon guy? That was kind of his move. Kurama. Yeah. Didn't he, like. Blast a seed on you and it turned you into a fucking plant or something. Yeah, he did that to younger Taguro. Oh, that was beast. Right? I don't know. One of them, one of his lackeys, he caught that nigga, man. <laughs> but yeah. he lost. He still lost because he was outside the ring. And I was like, <sighs> you know. Anyway. But anyway, they were like, um, who did this? And they looked to the stars. And uh, it turns out that this is, uh, this is the work of uh, forgotten people, a mixed colony of Kree and Skrull. Soldiers that are following Hulkling, who is half Kree, half Scroll. So it's been this group of people all this time. They've been just trying to get um, the uh, the Hulkling to join their thing and be the king of their species. Uh, is that him? Yeah, that's Hulkling. And uh, that's uh, this is where the issue ends. It's uh, teasing the next big Marvel event in April 2020, Empire. So... I feel like there's a lot of unnecessary shit inside of this. Well, the whole thing about issue. this, the, it, let's get something straight. This was essentially a commercial for the Marvel Universe comics that are coming up ahead. Uh, I didn't mind it so much. I thought it was actually pretty cool. I don't hate these kind of things so off GP. You know? I think it's like a good, this is a good way to get people into things, I guess. Like if you're going to do anything to like a, a marketing ploy, this is not bad. If you have, if you're trying to get a new audience why not put everything into an anthology thing and try to connect everything? Uh, there were certain parts of this I really liked. I liked the mystery aspect of it. It felt like, you know, letting this mystery snowball into bigger and bigger hands as it went along. It, I felt like this was a better version. Like, Event Leviathan could have done something like this. Yeah. Instead, they went straight to the pretentiousness. Yeah. It was, it, Immediately. See, this wasn't like a mystery that took itself seriously where they were just like, we have to throw them for a loop. Well, this was just like it was all these characters just trying to figure it out and just passing it along to their resources. Yeah, and kind of like a day in the life of normal superhero stuff. I mean, stuff like this happens all the time, so it was just cool to see the mundane. Yeah, it, but make no mistake, it's basically a commercial for the Marvel U. Um, it was, it was to me, it was just a well-written commercial, and I can't be that mad. Uh, you ever have a good commercial? You ever like those? Those are fun, right? This is what I that guess. felt like. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was uh, that was incoming. It was fine. Uh, Brian, randomize us. My Hero Academia. Ooh. My Hero Academia, chapter 254.
five. Uh, this manga reader is not. There you go. Uh, My Hero, chapter 255. Hero Hopeful. Uh, last we left off, uh, Aizawa was like, Answer me, damn it! I know you're in there, Shirakumo! And uh, Kurigiri is now just like kind of losing control of himself. And you can slowly see uh, this is big two page spread where you can see. Um, uh, Oboro Shirakumo's body underneath all of Kurogiri's black cloud stuff. Uh, it's pretty well drawn. I like this a lot. It felt like this took a lot of time to draw. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's like, ah, ah, show, show, show. That shit's mad dark, though. Like, that's a dead body under that shit. Well, it's seemingly alive uh, because he's talking and he re- he seems to remember Aizawa's first name, which is Shoto. Oh, no, not Shoto. Uh, Shota. And um, he says something about the hospital. Yeah, before he disappears back into Kuragiri mode, he goes, Hospital! Uh, and he just knocks out. So, that, there's that. Um, Whoa, I have one hell of a theory. that I think we already touched on a while again, but we'll, we'll refresh it. Okay. I'll wait till later. Um, basically, there, Isa was like, The fuck, man? Why is this even happening? And, uh, all for one has a shitty, like a real dickhead bad guy explanation. Is like it's like making wine, trampling the grapes to extract their juices. I merely wanted to keep enjoying those delightful flavors. Yeah, I, I think the main point of that was to say, hey, don't read in too much to the fact that they got him. They just so happened to pick up the dead superheroes because they have good quirks. Yeah, pretty. That's much. it. It's not like oh, sure. It's not like a Toby situation or whatever the fucking kid's name was that was Kakashi's friend. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Anyway, meanwhile, back at the uh, this uh, weird headquarter, superhero headquarter underground undercover division thingy that they're doing, uh, they they get word of a disturbance at uh, Waga Wakagumo Hospital. Hmm. And you did just say hospital. Yeah. And uh, Hawks is like, I got to pass, you know, because he is currently undercover and they got to stop calling him to do everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Hawks is uh, kind of op- optimistic. After hearing about the hospital, he's thinking um, all the pieces are in place. All that remains is to dot, dot, dot. And we cut to the end of the chapter where uh, Dr. Dharma is uh, laughing in happiness over the success of his experiment. Tomura Shigaraki's uh, transformation is complete, and he is more perfect than he even expected. Uh, and that's where the chapter ends. That's pretty uh, foreboding. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on with, with with Shigaraki. I'm not sure if they implied it, but maybe they're turning him into a Nomu uh, or something. I don't think they're turning him to a Nomu. They they seem to be doing some crazy uh, enhancement stuff on him. It could yeah. be similar, but I don't think they're turning him into. Didn't a they say that, um, like before they start that process, that it was the same thing that um all for one went into, like or at least tried to go well, into. Well, he wanted to I do it know. for all for one, but he didn't get the chance to. He didn't perfect it in time, uh, so he's just doing it on them. But now he's doing it for Shigaraki. So and that's what's giving them this time period to kind of like yeah train and get ready before. Okay. Yeah, he described sense. that it was like it was gonna make it was gonna give him immense power. Yeah, but yeah, nobody knows what ampl- it's gonna be. It's probably gonna amplify whatever he already has, and it may even give him new abilities or or new ways to kind of use his ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what he has now can like level a whole city. So like, imagine what he can do after this. Oh yeah, this whole thing was yeah. just to make him a stronger villain for down the line. Yeah, probably more well rounded. Um, I don't know. I feel like my theory is the next thing is they're gonna 
perform a jailbreak, but it's not to get it's to get Kurigiri out of jail, but it's also to get all for one from all for one. I feel like that's the next step to get his to, to get, get the, the actual all for one, all for one. Mm-hmm. and then maybe he'll pass all over, and maybe this guy will die too. All might, hopefully not though, man. I hope not. Hope not. But uh, the theory I mentioned earlier, earlier. So I don't know if it was you, Brian. Or if it was you, Chris, or something I read online. But people said that this doctor looked very similar to the doctor at the beginning of the series that yes. told Midoriya that that wasn't his quirk. Now, I remember the reasoning was about, like, oh, he told them that he didn't have a quirk because he lied to him. And I don't believe that. I think that he was literally just being a normal doctor there telling him, uh, hey, you don't have a quirk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, don't, I, mean? uh, I don't think he was lying to Deku because that would no. have been found out by now. Yeah, it's it's just no reason to. And even if there was some type of twist involved with that, it they would have to do a lot more kind of background stuff or, or explaining for me to really feel an effect of that. Well, my theory but is... Anyway, it would be kind of interesting if that was him. My theory is that oh, it no, was it him. him. My theory is that it is him, but... He's basically there as a scout for all for one. No, it is. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It is the doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying my theory as to his it's purpose. It's a specific quirk doctor too, right? Like yeah. he's not just a general he's a quirk doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters that much, but it's just cool to. Yeah. You know, it shows how he how um how he knows so much about quirks and how things work with them and how to transfer them into bodies and stuff like. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of mystery surrounding this character, so. Uh, we'll I'm see. I think we're gonna learn a lot about him very soon. Yeah. though. this was uh, this was pretty much a transitional chapter. Not that much to talk about. Uh, it was a good chapter, though. Uh, with that being said, Brian, randomize us. Legion of Superheroes. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Let's get through this one. <laughs> uh, this is Legion of Superheroes number two. Uh, last we left off, Superboy is now in the future, uh, and they're fighting these villains out of uh, for the uh, the trident of Aquaman. Uh, there's a fight that ensues between the Legion and uh, these these guys. Oh, and so much banter, guys! So much. All of the banter. So much banter. Yeah, and. Uh, Banter, 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 banter. Uh, Superboy actually activates the Aquaman trident and summons a whole lot of seawater, which is not. I actually seen. thought that was really dope. I, f- I didn't know that the trident could create water or maybe transport it from another place. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I didn't it's know Poseidon's that. trident. You know, you could do uh, cool shit. Yeah, it makes no, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. I just forgot that. Cool stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, you know, ba- the battle is dispersed. Uh, they start to analyze the trident. Meanwhile, Rose Thorne is talking to the planet of uh, the United Planets president. There's some banter there. Uh, Yeah, I'm not mad. She's basically like, hey, did you guys bring Superboy here? And she's like, yeah, and what? And she's like, we're not supposed to fuck with time. And she's like, so what? Bye. Brooklyn, fuck you. Yeah, bye. And I like how she goes back to the kids. She's like, listen, like, I was talking all that hot shit, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could have been cooler about yeah, what that's y'all funny. did, all right? Y'all had me out there looking like <laughs> yeah. I had to hold it down for y'all. Yeah, back <laughs> at the Brainiac's lab, they're examining the thing, the trident, and um, that's when Rose Thorne is coming. It's like, hey, I, uh, I, I held it up for the squad, but you guys were bugging. <laughs> yeah, I was taking shots. I was on the front line for y'all just now. I mean, look. I almost I'm, punched this alien bitch in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a team player and everything, but, you know, you guys got to fucking chill. 
I can't wait for for for, for the epic backstory or 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 the or, or the the point in time when Rose becomes like this very relevant character that's important. I'm Action just, Comics, dude. We saw her. No, before. it's not enough for me. I need more from her. Otherwise, she's just here. She's just Millennium. Here. Millennium explained her backstory. She's immortal and she's been living through yeah, all this time. Yeah, but why her? I don't know, man. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Whatevs. Anyway. Letting it go. So basically, they're like, all right, we got to go. One of the Legion of Superheroes is like, all right, I guess we got to go to my dad because he's the one who's starting all this beef over this fucking trident. So we got to take the battle to him. Uh, so let's split up into teams, I guess. Uh, Superboy, you stay here and absorb the exposition, and the rest of us will go and and handle this. Um, handle my father one. Um, my f- father one. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Cosmic Boy is gonna leave a diplomatic team to Rimbor, which is him and Colossal Boy, Monel, White Witch, and Shadow Lass. I literally, this is where I fell asleep. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, Lightning Lad is going to take Saturn Girl, Sham, and Triplet Girl to uh, to Gotham to see if there's uh, they can find a trace of the bad guy that they just fought. And uh, Superboy is going to stay here and absorb exposition. And, uh, yeah, they go off to their various missions, and Superboy is like, Fuck this! I'm gonna go get Robin. He goes back to the present. He's like Robin. Well, because he learns. That, all right, he does. <laughs> he learns that there's like a new Gotham, like a whole Gotham planet, and they're like, yeah, we built it as a monument to the old Gotham City. And he's like, bro, Gotham City used to suck. And Gotham City, you know, <laughs> my best friend lives in Gotham City. So yeah. I could bring my best friend here instead of doing instead of doing the thing that they've been dying for him to do since he got there. What do you call that? The that yeah. orientation. Orientation. It will probably help all of us, honestly. Yes. <laughs> right. God damn it, Superboy. Superboy goes back to say, to go with Robin and bring him to the future. Says, yeah, they asked me to do this information session, but fuck that. You want to see Gotham Planet? Planet Gotham? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. You I'm, know Robin's going to be like, yeah, nigga. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm out. Fuck Leviathan. It's fucking morning in Gotham. It's fine. Um, but Wait, the sun shines in Gotham? Yeah, sometimes. No. Yeah. Uh, Every now and then, I uh, I like. Remember that night lady that wanted to make it bright forever? She <laughs> Arkham Knight. <laughs> she was that doctor's daughter. Oh yeah, Brian. Arkham Knight is canon <laughs> in the DC universe now, but she was just this girl who was raised in Arkham, uh, and uh, her big plan was to make an artificial sun so they could always be sun in Gotham and make everyone blind for some reason. Also. <laughs> yeah, that's who she wanted to blind everybody. And it took weeks for everyone to go back to normal. It was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing about Legion of Superheroes. It's not like it's not like bad or anything. It's not bad. But, you know, it's just we're not invested yet because they're not doing a great job of letting us know who hundreds of these fucking superheroes are. It's going to take some time. But you know what? We're not dropping it because as soon as we do, something real epic is going to happen. Fuck you, Brian Bendis. Yeah, stop. Try, stop dropping these names casually. It's like we're gonna take Shadow Lass and Cham and Brainiac Man and 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 I mean, Cosmic I know, Boy. I know and and Fighter Guy, yeah. Fighter Boy and Captain Superhero <laughs> and Senior Citizen. No, they're all young, bro. Yeah, they're all boys. No, no he's all young, young, bro. He's young, but his power is to be old. To be Grandpa, Grandpa Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that was Legion of Superheroes. It's fine. I imagine it's better if you have a long-standing relationship with these characters. But <laughs> it's it's rough for us. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, you guys. 
I'm excited to I see like Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, right. I was kind of hype at the end. I was like, yeah, bring this nigga, bring Damien in, yeah. please. Remake Super Sons. That's all I really want. Word up, Legion of Heroes X, X Super Sons. Yeah, do it. Anyway, that was uh, that was uh, Legion of Superheroes. Brian randomized us. <laughs> Black Clover. Ooh, yeah. Black Clover. Nice. Black Clover chapter 234. Yo, this was such a great chapter. Yeah. Uh, the Messenger. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. The Messenger cool. from the Spade Kingdom. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, so we basically recap where we left off. You know is the Prince of the Spade Kingdom, and he's about to get mad exposition. Um, the guy who was uh, from the Spade Kingdom that came to get him... Uh, gives cast a, a flame spell on him that revisits all of his baby memories from a long time ago. Yeah, I want to say one thing that's really cool about this series is the way they use like the magic and spells. It's very unconventional. Like you would assume <laughs> that anything fire related would be an offensive spell or even just a combat spell in general for offensive defense, but it's. It's but it contains memory. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I I, I, li- I'm being, I like those I'm, little touches. I'm being you know? silly, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. cool. Uh, and the art is cool. Same I, thing I with like the poison. Remember the poison magic guy? How he was? How he used it to sense out the 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 strong devil magic? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, basically the long and short of Yuno's story is that when he was a baby, uh, his parents were the king and queen of the Spade Kingdom, and. Uh, they were betrayed by the current antagonists of this arc. The very strong guys. They used the power of the devil to kill his parents. And um, this guy's dad uh, used all his power to get him away from them. And he dropped them off the church that he was uh, adopted at. Well, or fostered at. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, shit. And uh, this guy's like, you got to come back and save us at the Spade Kingdom. And you know, like, I was raised here in the Clover Kingdom, boy. I'm going to be the Wizard King, first of all. Yeah, number one. <laughs> I number ain't jacking one. that shit, but I was going over there to mop these niggas up anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going over there, but I'm I'm from the Clover Just let Kingdom. it be known. I'm coming back here, and I will defeat my best friend, Asta. And I will be the King of the Wizard Yeah, King. look at his face. His whole face is like, listen, buddy, um, I could care less. I'm going to be the... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, I we, w- relax. I was going over there, but you're going to know. That that's priority number five. I only live. List of I only live to batter my best friend and then become the Wizard King. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, then he gets word that uh, the Golden Dawn headquarters is under attack by one of the main antagonists of this arc, Lord Zeno. Yeah, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah. All, all jokes aside, like this is a uh, big boss daddy kind of guy. Yeah, big boss daddy comes through, <laughs> and hopefully William Vengeance is there. Dude, you see his SoundCloud rapper tattoo on his face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see. Oh, yeah, Vengeance, right? Oh, he's probably going to get mopped. Yeah. <laughs> you know how these things go. Yeah. They gotta sh- <laughs> someone got to get stumped so you know how serious they are. Oh, no, but I was trying to redeem myself from my war crimes. Oh, I was so strong and cool before. Now I'm getting mopped by this new strong and mysterious cool guy. <laughs> God damn it, my role's taken. And he's got better hair than me. That was uh, Black that Clover. was Black Clover. It was cool. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was uh, Black Clover. I liked it. I liked it fine. Uh, Brian, rear Marshall. I'm giving you five seconds to get your big boot ass on the floor. Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Okay. The, I'm gonna quote. Hold on. Is it in my Is it in my phone or did you say it to me in words? What? Uh, 
you said something. I'm gonna. I don't know where my cell phone's at, but when I find it, I'm gonna look through my text messages, right? Because Christian said something on the lines of, "Bro, this was a really Suicide Squad was really good." You know what else he did? He made a whole side story about this on our uh, New Jump City Instagram page. Yeah, give us it. a follow. Check it out. We sometimes review random stuff that we don't get a chance to um, when we're on the podcast. Then we give you little sound bits from each podcast. That's pretty funny. Chris works really hard. Yes. Give us a follow on that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this, I did. A, yeah, I did a quick take on this issue because I didn't think we would be able to talk about it. Yeah, but he said it was so good. I said it was fire. I didn't say. Oh, it's even more. So. And you know what? Oh he God. said it was fire. And you know what? I don't take that back. This is a really good issue. Yeah, I, like I disagree. It was what do you mean? okay. It was okay. I thought it was pretty. It's cool. your fault because I went into this thinking like, "Whoa, well, you're a maximum Tom hater." Taylor, <laughs> Tom Taylor, look at this guy. <laughs> if I ever talk shit about Samurai Eight, he just goes, he goes full Nick Bosa on me and slams me to the ground. <laughs> God forbid I say anything bad about Wally West. He will slit my throat. Because he's the hero that we all need. <laughs> and the redeemer, the great redeemer. Yeah. Anyway, this is Suicide Squad number one. Um, Harley Quinn says on the cover that half the team is going to die. Ha <laughs> ha, we're so meta. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I'll, I'll let this it go. is actually what comic book covers do. It's not even that it's being meta. This happens a lot of comic book covers. You fucking hater. <laughs> For no reason. A good issue you're tearing down that we both agree is good. <laughs> I use the word okay. <laughs> it's Two good. letters, barely a word. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good issue. Christian used the word fire. It is fire, and Josh is just a hater. I, here's the problem. I, I set expectations for Suicide Squad. You did. And Josh hates expectations. I do. <laughs> Josh is the <laughs> ultimate hipster. If he hears something's good, he'll be angry at it. He'll be like, oh, really? <laughs> nah, it's just that. You know what it was? I didn't get to read it last week, and then we didn't cover it. So I was like, oh, okay. And honestly, I, I, I was... I'm not mad when I don't have to read a comic. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> there's a lot. You know, there's still certain ones I got to catch up. There's a lot of manga I catch up on. But when he tells me something's really good, I'm like, oh, man, something to look forward to every month or whatever. Yeah. The, the I'm saying for a first issue, pretty good. It was cool. Let's get into anyway. it. Anyway. Let's, let's let the people decide. Yeah. Um. This issue starts off at this press conference where this uh, military leader is like, we have new battleships that we're going to fucking, we have nukes on these battleships. And then all of a sudden this teleporter person comes through. He's like, hey, I'm going to, you're an asshole for having nukes on board. So I'm going to take you and yoink and uh, I'm going to drop you from the sky. So she teleports to the sky and drops both of them. And uh, this uh, hero, this person named Aerie comes in. Uh, with the ability to fly and talk about talk to birds, but that's not useful in any way. <laughs> says the yeah, guy. not in any kind of way that'll ever help, but be like of use. He just can't communicate. With yeah. So uh, <laughs> the bird guy is like, "Hey, call off your nukes," and the general guy's like, "Fuck you!" And he's like, uh, "SMD, we don't. <laughs> what do you call it? We don't negotiate with terrorists." All right, and he drops them and splatters his entire body onto the submarine. Yeah. Because yeah. he only does does deals with the terrorists that have the same flag as him. Hell Fucks yeah. with his flag. Hell yeah, I get the point. I'm being very cynical. Yeah. Uh, so then they go back to the rest of their team. Um, 
these this is a team of young like extremist freedom fighters uh from all over the world you know they're from hong kong and puerto rico and you know france and all that stuff it's yeah. a very diverse you class. kill one military general and you're an extremist but the uh government that <laughs> <laughs> anyway i mean you know <laughs> violence is violence guys i don't support violence yeah i mean splattering him in a, in front of a press conference <laughs> splattering his guts all over a submarine is pretty extreme <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was. It, it 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 wasn't in the best taste. Especially what happens next. They teleport this kid, uh, one of their soldiers onto their submarine, and he's like, "Hey, uh, living nuke guy, nuke this submarine," and he does, killing a bunch of soldiers on it. Uh, skablam! That's dead. And they uh they take the last submarine for themselves. Uh, they commandeer the last submarine using their Atlantean friends that they also have, uh, Scale and Finn. And uh, they sail away like, we got him. And uh, we cut to the new Task Force X, the new Suicide Squad. Uh, regulars, Harley Quinn, and uh, Deadshot are there. But there are a new cast of heroes. The shark, who is telepathic and a, also a giant shark. Zebra Man, with telekinesis force field and uh, controls magnetism. Mm. Uh, Magpie, who we saw in uh, get bodied in Batman. That is Mag- That's the Magpie, right? I, I, yeah. I, I didn't want to assume, but... Yeah, That's she's funny. there. And, uh, yeah, Catwoman's friend. And Cavalier, expert swordsman, sometimes thinking he's a musketeer. He is not. Uh, so uh, this new guy that's taken over, uh, because Amanda Waller is no longer in charge of the Suicide Squad, she left this weird, scarred military guy in charge, and he's like, hey, we're here to take down these super-powered extremists. And uh, Deadshot and Harley Quinn is like, not with this team. This team fucking stinks, dude. You got the Cavalier here. And... Um, the cavalier is like all for one and one for all. <laughs> they're just not having his shit. Yeah, they're not feeling it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So they 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 essentially go on the mission mission to kill these kids, and uh, uh, there's a lot of action. But they do. Deadshot takes a takes a sniper shot at the winged dude and uh, clips his wings and sends him falling into the water. Uh, yeah. The guy kind the guy survives, but uh, you know. The guys that help him out in the water. Oh yeah, one of one of the Atlanteans comes in and fishes him out. But then he is immediately killed by the shark. Yeah, ripped in half. Like yikes. Yeah, Magpie enters the submarine and tries to um, tries to infiltrate, but she is killed immediately. Is she definitely killed? Is that a confirmation? Yep. I'm not mad because fuck her. She 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 deserves to die. Yeah, <laughs> she is dead. Uh, so he's like, all right. Cavalier and Quinn, you're in. Magpie's dead. So they send them in. And uh, the kids are now aware that the Suicide Squad is after them. So they're all ready for battle. Um, Cavalier comes in and tries to fight everyone. But he is also immediately killed. Yeah, this lady punches him in the back of his head and explodes it. Launching his eyeballs forward. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. There's uh, two guys dead so far, huh? Yeah. Deadshot uh, shoots a lot of them with tranquilizers. And, um... Well... Yeah. Not are they tranquilizers? Yeah. Uh, well, he, oh, they shoot them with the bomb. You know, the same bombs yeah, yeah. that are in these guys. You know, the whole deal. Uh, if you uh, don't do as I say, we'll blow your fucking head up. Yeah, that's the twist. Essentially, the the big uh, twist in this uh, series is that these kids are now inducted into the Suicide Squad as their punishment. Yes, uh, to work for the same government that they hate and working and fight against. Yeah, and if they don't, res- if they don't. Uh, if they don't comply, obviously they get their heads blown up. The nuke kid uh, gets his head blown up, 
and uh it uh it pisses off the the main uh leader of that crew the big Port- strong woman big strong puerto rican lady and she's like i will kill you at the end of this and um He's like, whatevs, you're the suicide squad now. Yeah, Peace. he literally says, I've been threatened by stro- by worse people than you, and I'm fine, so. <laughs> Deuces. Uh, so these kids are now the new suicide squad. Which is a stark contrast, because usually they're, they're like, conf- you have confirmed criminals that are, like, members of the suicide squad who are working to get their sentences reduced. Mm-hmm. But these are literally, like, just kids that had nothing to do with America. Or yeah. just, I mean, I guess they're criminals because they killed people, but, you know. Different yeah. situation. It is cool in that um, regard. It's different. I feel like this is the reason that I'm I, I'm high on this series as opposed to like regular Suicide Squad's things, is because you can often tell, like the whole point of these squad the squad series is that like, you never know who's gonna die and which villain is go- is expendable or not. And with a lot of these teams, you can obviously tell which ones are gonna make it. There's yeah. not a lot of tension because you know Black Manta is not going to be killed. You know, yeah, he's not going to get killed. But any one of these kids, yeah, these these kids are all expendable. And then eat the relationships. I mean, you've got one of the Atlantean kids that's now on the same team with the Shark Man that killed his brother mm-hmm. or friend or whatever the fuck he was to him. Pretty much. So you know, amongst other interesting mashups. So it's this is gonna be it's gonna be cool. I'm not. I said a lot, I talked a lot of shit, but only because Chris <laughs> made it seem like this was the. I greatest literally series. sent him one Tom text. Taylor, I sent him one Tom text. Tom Taylor is a great, uh, is a great um, this series, author this too. So you know, Suicide I really, Squad was fire. I put one it on text. a pedestal, bro. One text, and Josh is like, "He must mean this is the greatest series that ever lived." <laughs> but I liked it. I, I'm actually pretty excited. I do. I am a big fan of this writer uh, in general. As am I. So you know. I'm happy. I'm here for it. I'm glad he's got more work, especially after Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man is gone. So with that being said, Brian, randomize us. Dr. Stur- oh, wait, no. Promise Neverland. Okay. <laughs> Promise Neverland, chapter 162. Uh... Uh, musical chairs, I guess. Um, we open at the Demon Kingdom, and uh, Sanju is explaining about these uh, demon elders who were super nice and uh, were the backbone of the community. And uh, they've been here this entire time, but they're in stasis because they use this weird spiritual magic thing to put yeah. their body in high stasis, and it preserves their lives, but also they can't move or speak. Yeah, they borrowed some of the Sheikah technology used to preserve the monks in the shrines. Yeah. If you play Breath of the Wild, yeah. you would know. I, I did not, so I don't know. You better get on that shit. Well, yeah, it's a great game, actually. It's really fun. All right. I'll lend it to you. You've had, no, he's had my Switch this whole time. It's on my Switch. <laughs> Whatever. You need to play it, bro. Anyway, back at the back at the castle, uh, Peter Rattree's uh, owl uh, tells him, he's like, hey, the queen's dead. And he's like, "Cool! Hmm. Now we get to take over." Okay. Yeah. So now all that's left is to get rid of those damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over to Gracefield, and it's revealed that uh, not only did Isabella, what not only was Isabella f- uh, spared after her uh, big fuck up at Gracefield, she was also promoted into grandma. She yeah, I forgot about that. The tier system of motherhood. Yeah. And their sister, mother, and grandmother. Matriarchy. Mm-hmm. 
And it, she is now Grandma Isabella. She's got a whole fucking demon goon squad behind her. Um, yeah, they look really tough. Mm-hmm. But she looks very sinister. Yeah. I love it, actually. I love the full black dress. I'm actually kind of excited. To you know what? Again. I'm actually kind of glad. She didn't fuck around. It's kind of interesting. Because uh, this should have been... this. I guess this was the right path, after all, that the mom should have been the last villain. This was always... Sure, right? I mean, it, this I was forgot always about the case. This, it's just the, the path to get there was, like, very weird. I'll give you this. You know what? By weird, it's, I mean bad. It's a lot like in uh, The Last Jedi with Snoke. The queen was essentially Snoke. So it doesn't fucking matter, I guess. I, uh, you never watched it? That's fair. No. I do have Disney Plus, though, so I'm going to watch the new, the new Star Wars movies. Yeah. A lot of people criticize them, but I don't care for the Star Wars like mythology, so I guess yeah, I'll I be okay, same. right? And I don't mind about strong woman female leads yeah. as much as I make fun of them on this podcast. I mean, my opinion. I don't. I'm not. I'll, I'm not intimidated by that. Yeah, people hate her. Oh my god, they hate her. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she she can't be that bad. She's not. But in any case, Jeez. uh, yeah. I mean, what I mean to say is that I guess the whole point is that. The queen was never supposed to be the main bad guy that we were supposed to put all of our fucking weight behind. It was Isabella. You know, she's the main. It all comes back to her. Yeah, that's fine. Like you said, they have a chance to save the series. Yeah, redemption. You better make it good. You deserved all the shit talking. I agree. I can save it, but it doesn't make up. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, that was uh, Promised Neverland. It was fine. It was uh, cool to see Isabella again. It excited me for next week, something it hasn't done in a very long time. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Brian, randomize us. Wait, what? <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh, jeez. I think you were about to say Venom. <laughs> Psyching you yeah, out. Yeah, you really did think that. He did say <laughs> that. He started. He went. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, this is a watch. brand new Doctor Strange book. This is a brand new Doctor Strange book. This is Doctor Strange: Surgeon Supreme. Number so, one. So wait, wait, wait. Time out. Um, the last I heard of what was happening in Doctor Strange, like there was a huge situation going on with like, uh, Galactus coming into like the spiritual world, and this person taking control of Galactus, and being- yeah. Bro, it was wild. I forget. One of the demons. Yeah, Doctor Strange became a herald or something. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened, bro. It was like the whole universe broke and came back to life. Well, yeah, that happened. I I read some of that run. I read the first few issues of that run. I did like it, but, you know, sometimes these (laughs) comics cost a lot of money to keep up with. So I was like, I'm sorry, Doctor Strange. You're not bad at all, but I can't afford you anymore. So... I put it down for a little while, and the only reason I picked this up, to be fair, is that like there was Marvel was light this week, and DC seems to be taking a bye week. So I was like, why not Doctor Strange? Uh, and this is still written by Mark Wade. This is technically part of Mark Wade's run, and uh, this is essentially at some point Doctor Strange regained the use of his hands, so he can use he can be a surgeon again. And uh, wait, he, didn't he already fix them a long time ago? Only when it comes to magic. He can't use them for surgery. He oh, couldn't geez. use them. Why would he I be a surgeon that. again after having all this shit? He can still, he's still yeah, also Because sur- he wants to. He's both. He, he is now splitting his time between being a surgeon and being the Sorcerer Supreme. Because he, loves, he loved being a sorcerer. He loved being a surgeon. That was his passion. He really did like being a neurosurgeon. Give it a shot. And uh, this whole series is basically, 
tr- him trying to find a balance between helping people in the emergency room and the operating room in which he does not use any magic and he never uses magic in the surgery room because magic comes at a price and he doesn't want to risk his patient having to pay that price. So he, he basically uses his hands, which were already God tier neurosurgical hands anyway. So, you know, he, he's basically just using, and meanwhile he's like fighting, you know, magic crimes. So there's that going on. Um, I'll keep it brief. It's not like a crazy, it's not like a crazy issue. It's not like a lot happening, but it is a nice little story, and it's a very interesting premise. Uh, Doctor Strange has been out of this for the entire, out of neurosurgery for the entirety of his run up to this point. So, I don't know. I think it's a fascinating avenue to take him. Can he do both? Can he be a, do the demanding task of being a surgeon, but also save the world from magical threats? And uh, the issue ends with uh, this crisis happening and he's going up to stop it. He saves a bunch of first responders, you know, does Dr. Strange shit. And uh, he realizes this was the, uh, the work of a magical person, but uh, it was actually the work of the wrecker wielding a magical uh, fucking thing. <laughs> Big purple Ooh. sword. Kinda it's like, not a sword. It's a pry bar. I'm going to wreck it. Yeah. He's going to wreck it. And uh, Dr. Strange is unable to control this magical thing. For some reason, and it's it, like a, it's like Asta sword, yeah, anti magic sword. <laughs> anti, <laughs> I have the Asta pry bar, and um, he basically breaks all of Doctor Strange's bones. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! This guy just, wait, this guy just beat Doctor Strange. Yeah, wait. because Doctor Strange is unable to control the magic inside of his thing. He thought he could. He's like. This guy is usually not a challenge for me, so I could just control his magic, and he's just unable to. This pry bar was given to him by some by someone by a mysterious figure. He's not the main boss of this arc, guys. Oh boy. What if? So he's getting literally beat down. His bones are getting like like he's getting. Well, you know, it was just his arm and his leg. Yeah. And then uh, he ties him up and throws him into the river and suspense. <laughs> what if uh, instead of what if? The reverse happens this time. Like he breaks every single bone in his body except for his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I he used can't to be Doctor Strange anymore. So I used to be the top him. neurosurgeon of the world, but now I and I got my powers back in neurosurgery. But also, this guy came in and broke my fucking kneecaps, <laughs> yeah. so I can't stand in the surgical room. <laughs> I am now a wheelchair surgeon. I shout out orders <laughs> and and hand things to people. <laughs> Study magic stuff. I backseat surgery. Yes. I backseat surgeon. Yeah, but that was exciting new series. I mean, if you're a fan of Doctor Strange, I'd pick it up. Why not? Uh, I like. It. I don't know if I'm really. Will he survive? Yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. We got to find out. We got to buy the next issue and find out. It'd be out. real weird if this ish, if he dies first page next <laughs> issue. <laughs> if he drowns. And there you have it, folks. I mean, it, it's good. I do like it. The writing's quality mark wade you know you could rarely go wrong with him i really like him a lot but uh yeah dr strange pick it up why not it's not crazy but it's fine uh brian randomize okay boruto chapter 41 uh last we left off the uh new team seven was getting bodied by boro and uh and his dark mist and uh, we get a little bit of explanation as to why karma is not affecting this fucking jutsu. And it's apparently because 
karma can only absorb jutsu that was uh, elemental stuff that was created by chakra and uh, like they can't absorb physical water that already exists but yeah, very similar to one of to one of pain's um i'm pretty sure that's gonna be a thing like I, i'm sure they have something to do with pain because his one of his guys one of his like powers or paths whatever you call it Literally did the same thing. They absorbed chakra. Mm-hmm. Naruto had to can't come in with the natural energy using like the elements. Well, he didn't bend the elements like the fucking avatar, but you know he used the natural energy to 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 beat the shit out of him. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, they they basically can't manipulate objects that already exist in the world. Only those that are created by chakra. And that's the deal with his jutsu. It's it's mixed. It's it's chakra. It's chakra mixed with actual natural elements, so they can't absorb it. Pretty Which is much. a pretty cool limitation. Yeah, problem. yeah. I- that was nice. And um, they're like, okay, so what is this fucking mist thing? And uh, Serata l- uses her Sharingan to uh, The original OP ability. Yeah, to realize that there are viruses. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, they're viruses, so they can't control it. It's, physical, it's a physical thing. It doesn't count. It's not created by Jutsu. Uh, this guy's just dirty, I guess. <laughs> he's just carrying around sickness. Yeah, he's like a plague. I'm carrying around the common cold, and you can't stop it, Jutsu. Um, so basically, the kids are like, all right, we should elect a team captain if we're going to all work together to take down this guy. And we all nominate Sarada. Sarada is the captain of uh, the new Team se- uh, Team 7. Makes sense. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Sarada is one of my favorite characters in this series. Yeah. Although, I don't know why she wears six-inch heels into combat, but that's fine. She's also 13, guys. Uh, don't forget. All she knows is flex. <laughs> no, all she knows is stunt. That's all, that's all she knows. Uh, she wakes up every morning and says, I'm not the stunt on these niggas. <laughs> There's no other option. There's no other way. So, Boro, they get into a fight, her and, her and Boro. And um, it was all just a ploy for uh, Sarada to get a little close so she can use her fireball jutsu directly in his face. And uh, with, that, with that distracting him, uh, Boruto and uh, Kawaki come in. And use their and uh, use the Rasengan and their karma in unison to blow this dude up from the shoulder up. I don't know how the karma like strengthened the Rasengan, but whatever. I'm not mad. You know, my theory is that like when they absorb chakra, that they can probably output it, but they could also store it, it for periods of time. Yeah, and stuff, probably. And that's what it was. Like he just extended raw chakra. Into yeah, it like the ones stronger. that he absor- absorbed, he can push out into people too. Kind of like a blue lantern powering up a green lantern. Yeah, exactly. Like a well, power yeah, up. yeah. That's That'd that makes cool. sense. So they they just they just utterly obliterate this guy. Well, they don't obliterate him, but they just they destroy half his body. Yeah, and but it's not enough to kill him because he just regenerates back. And uh, he's like, scientific ninja tool. Well, I guess that hurt. And uh, yeah, it did, bro. Your whole body was gone. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's he. Uh, they're like, well, how are they cured from the virus? The only thing that can stop it is my own blood. Wait, wait. Before we go there, Kawaki's like. Oh damn it! I forgot that you have regenerative abilities. I'm like, how do you forget the most important thing that you could absolutely? I think know? he forgot how good it was. Like, oh man, he probably I, was like, damn, I thought that was enough. Ah oh, man, I lived with these guys all my life, and I don't remember how <laughs> aggressive their healing factor. Damn is. it, we're planning to beat him, and I forgot the most important <laughs> part of his kit. Yo, everybody <laughs> should turn to him and be like, <laughs> his kit, Kawaki. <laughs> the fuck. Was you gonna tell us that uh, that our attacks don't matter against him? 
Tee <laughs> Sorry, I forgot you guys. Uh, I forgot these guys are immortal. Oh, you guys didn't know that? <laughs> I thought K- Konoha, Konoha had excellent ninjas. Guess I was wrong. The Serata doesn't punch him in the jaw after that. Anyways, yeah. let's finish this. So yeah, basically Mitsuki is like, haha, Shiraj you are. When I injected <laughs> venom into you, I also took your blood. Smart stuff. Because I like that. even though I couldn't possibly know that your blood was the antibody, I fucking figured it out, I guess, somehow. No, he just said he took it anyway. I yeah, mean, he just had he, it. He he said he he just so happened to have it. That's what they do, period. No, yeah. He no, he, I don't yeah. believe that he doesn't have the blood. It's all... It's just how did he know that the antibody was? Right I don't think he. Serata figured that out. That 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 once they fi- once they knew it was a disease, he is that what they said? Did, it was? Right, so they did the attack, and he just took his blood. He just always does that. Period. If whenever he does a snake attack on someone, that I always take my opponent's blood. No, my look, snake he teeth. said that. He says, "Oh, I can't help it. I'm a collector like my dad." But really, I'm I'm sure that just the move does that. That's the nature of it, right? All right. And then they found out about the disease power. And said, "Hey, maybe." He has some type of uh, antibodies in his own blood. Let's supply it to ourselves. Instead of trying to smart stuff, I liked it. Yeah, right. it was thinking cool. strategy. I'm cool. not mad. I ain't right. mad. Hey, trust me. I'm ready to pull the hammer Look, down on this. It, it's better. Right. It's better than just fucking oh my kaboom God. chakra bombs. Like you guys, I I'm not yeah. mad at it. You guys go so defensive on me. No. Yeah. <laughs> but not with Baruto. It's just this. Listen, I want to be fair and just. I'm. Been fair and just because you don't have to be extra to, to shit on this series. You don't have to. I have been fair and just to Boruto, and I don't dislike this chapter. I'm just saying, all right, <laughs> I'm I'm accepting it. Is basically what I'm saying. But I'm also like, all right, okay, Mitsuki. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Now all the kids are like in a pincer attack, and uh, Boro's like, well. I guess I'm just gonna have to break up your teamwork, and he goes straight for the uh, the rice cooker that is carrying Naruto inside, and I guess he's aiming to destroy it. And uh, the chapter ends with uh, Sarada being like, "Kawaki," as uh, I think uh, Kawaki's gonna do something. Yeah, because Kawaki's chasing after him, and it's like clear yes. bait, like <laughs> absolute bait. Yeah. Yeah, that was Boruto. It was fine. I liked it. I don't know, man. I have a strong feeling that Naruto is not gonna be saved in this arc or in for a while fucking kawaki kills him huh kawaki no kills he's him. not they never said that naruto is dead in in that flashback they okay just but said, kawaki did something to him technically the my theory is that jigen takes over kawaki's body and that's him talking at the beginning all right then jigen and kawaki's body did it i don't know brian He's not around. No, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying he kills him. I'm that's saying what I'm he's saying. Not around. That's what I'm saying. Him inside that thing, his he's stuck there. He's gonna be stuck there for a long time. He could either be dead or he's still inside there. He's gonna so. get. I, I think it. I think it makes more sense for them to keep him in there for a while. I mean, because Bernard's all around. He's kind of like, hey, yeah, but why they're isn't significantly in? older in the in that yeah flash forward. So they he's just in there for years. Yeah. I think I think it's plausible. Maybe. He could probably survive. Whack. Knowing Naruto. No, I I'm not saying that would be exciting. But I'm I'm saying I wouldn't put it past them to have just have Naruto removed, you know. Yeah, my theory is that he's he Sasuke's does not, get out. not not the best on his own. It's it's the combination of them that's like unstoppable or whatever. Yeah, it's know? my theory that he gets out. I don't know. I think it'll be. I think he will get out eventually. I think he's. Gonna I think get it's murked, super though. whack if he stays in there for the entirety of the series. I mean, Boruto's not enough to carry it. I'm sorry, you guys. Not yet, anyway. Boruto's not, not a good what character. I've been yeah, but he'll get there. 
He'll get there. It and it shows like you could see a, a little bit like it's starting to get back to like that Naruto feel, like a little bit of like that you know it, the strength. It wasn't just all on the main character, you know. The supporting cast is always just as good, so they're trying to build around that a little bit more. You, you know, know what that means? Eh. Yeah. I uh, think I think they're that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that like the supporting cast is is someone that you like, Kawaki. You, you mean the entirety of the supporting cast? Meaning Kawaki? No, I like Kawaki. the moment they gave to the Snake Boy. I forget yeah, his name. Yeah, so already. like they have Serata planning. They have you know Mitsuki helping out. They have like they, it's not just those two. Those two are the powerhouse. These guys are like the you know the guys who set the the shit in in stone. You know the the past. I mean, similar to 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 the other series that we've been following. Um, this is has some decent. Oh, Black Clover. This has had. Some decent momentum the past two or three issues. I want to say two more so, like since they started the fight. I've been liking it. It's been cool. I think you guys, wait. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm right, just move on. Yeah. We, With that being said, Borto is fine. Brian randomizes. Venom. Ooh. Venom number 21. Uh, this is the uh, first issue of the Venom Island story arc. And uh, I honestly didn't know where this was going. I was like, me Venom neither Island. at first. Yeah. Um, but uh, it opens up with uh, Eddie and uh, and his son Dylan have been staying at Normie's house uh, this this whole time since uh, car- the Carnage story ended. And uh, Eddie is about to go off and meet somebody important because he shaved and put on a suit. And uh, Dylan has been acting a little bit distant ever, ever since he found out that his uh, Eddie is his dad. And um, he flies away in this car, and it turns out he's being taken to Avengers Tower, where uh, the Avengers are essentially going to recruit him to become an Avenger. But this is like first Lit. his first interview phase, and uh, Eddie's like, "Shit." I'm gonna be an Avenger. I don't deserve this shit. I'm fucking Venom. I like how I like how the symbiote is kind of like telling him, like, "Dude, you're not breathing. Relax. Calm down. Calm down." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, as he's about to start the interview process, uh, a red speech bubble comes up and it starts trolling him. Essentially, God damn it! <laughs> it's fucking Carnage. Carnage lives within Eddie Brock. Um. And he's like, no, I'm meeting my heroes. I could be an Avenger right now. I just want to clarify. I don't think this is bad writing or anything. I'm just salty. Yeah, it's kind of... It is. Because I like, would love nothing more than to be an Avenger right this second and join the Avengers book. That's cool. It's yeah. Okay. It's Let just it like happen. sad circumstance that like this is happening to him. And that's why oh, we're bummed out. Man. Uh, he just can't get... He just can't catch a break. Um, but he's like, can I think about it, you guys? And they're like, cool, here's my card. <laughs> Call me whenever if you make a decision or you want, if you need anything at all. And uh, they they go away. Apparently, She-Hulk and Captain Marvel both think he's hot. BT-dubs. Yeah, funny stuff. Um, so, yeah, he goes home and tries to get some rest. Uh, he he takes a bunch of quiet pills that, like, seem to quiet down the, uh, the symbiote voices in his head. It takes down the Venom voice, but the Carnage voice is still strong within him. Yeah, of course, because you know. Yeah, and he passes out and gets a dream where Dylan is being kidnapped, being taken by Null, and then he wakes up and there's like fucking blood everywhere in his room, and um, on his back, 
it's just like his fucking own back is covered in blood and scarred up saying God is coming. Yeah. Yeesh. It's not clear if that's like his skin card. Or there's oh, yeah. Stuff. That's his skin. That's his. Ow. Yep. Yikes. It's Written in big letters. And that's not a little sentence. It's yeah. Really it's a big blast on his back. Yeah. It's like max fonts. It's like point yeah. fifty four font. God is coming. Totally. Into his flesh. If you want a tank top, you could see it. So he's like, well, I got to get the fuck out of here before Carnage does some reckless shit to my kid. Which is fair. And I was so upset that he has to leave his family and go be solo dolo. Yeah, he calls Captain America. He's like, hey, you said I could ask you for anything. No questions asked, right? And uh, he he asks for a Quinjet. And he flies. the fuck out of (laughs) here. He flies to the Island of Bones, which is apparently a place he once took Spider-Man to kill him there. And uh, yeah, he's like, I'm here to, I'm going to take my time on this island and try to figure out how to get rid of Carnage once and for all. And the Carnage symbiote is like, oh, no, you don't, motherfucker. It breaks out of his body. No, 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 it's not that easy. (laughs) It breaks out of his body and then causes the plane to crash onto the island. Uh, He he manages to escape the wreckage because I guess the symbiotes give him extra durability. Dude, it seems like the fucking symbiote died, man. Yeah. And that's why I was upset when I was reading it. I was like, wait, did... Did his did the Venom symbiote just? I, I don't think it died. No, I think it's just kind of out of like knocked out out of commission because of the fire. Yeah. Oh, but of course the Carnage symbiote could care less about the fire. Yeah, the Carnage symbiote has a known uh, avert. Uh, oh, it has fire resistance. Yeah, it has fire, but not resistance. sound. Uh, it doesn't have electricity release resistance. It's oh, it trades fire for electricity, mm-hmm. but still has the sound weakness. I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Know. But yeah, Venom is like the Carnage is like. <laughs> Now we're both stuck in this island. Fuck you. Yeah, and Eddie Brock's like, yeah, no, give a fuck, man. <laughs> he's Yo, he's I'll like, take what I wanted anyway. Whatever, I'll take you down in my boxers, bruh. And, I'm, uh, I'm excited. That's where the yeah. issue ends. It's Eddie Brock. for this issue. It's Eddie Brock solo dolo versus the Carnage symbiote. Do you think the plane that went down was also butthurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the AI. Oh, no. Salty. Just another robot soul taken down by fucking humans. <laughs> doing human shit. But uh, yeah, that was Venom. It, this is pretty much just the start of a new arc. It's a pretty interesting one. Uh, I'm I'm looking imagine he ends it. up in Krakoa at some point. Imagine <laughs> he crash lands on Krakoa. Uh, and it was like, what are you doing here, human? You're not a mutant. <laughs> like, well, n- neither were those grandmas that came and washed you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Throw me a bone. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is fun. If you guys need a starting point, this is a good starting point to get off on. Uh. Just like wikis, like some plot details, and you're on your way. I feel like this is a good starting point for Venom fans that want to get on it. Yeah. Um, with that being said, Brian, randomize us. <laughs> Zip Man. Oh, yeah. Zip Man. Zip Zipomano Chapter 4. Uh, the last we left off, they, they ended their battle against the cutie robot guy, and uh, they, they break open the zipper, and it's a dude inside. And this dude is just a fanboy of... Uh, he sucks his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You destroyed my cute robot. And uh, yeah, he's just like, everybody made fun of me for being into this this, uh, this Sailor Moon shit. <laughs> and um, the Zip Man kid, uh, well, the robot, the soul inside the robot. I forget this kid's name. Sorry. Kid's brother. Yeah, the kid's brother is like, there's nothing wrong with with liking what you like, but there's... All, but." No matter what your ideals are, what you are doing is terrorism. And uh, 
Yeah, I guess. He's like, it's not terrorism. It's a shonen jump plot. They're not. I'm not the only one with these robots. I have many more members ranked higher than me. So, you know, there will be enemies in, a, in an enemy organization. Yeah, there's more to look up to. And then a tournament arc. <laughs> Probably. Hopefully. At some point. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what I live for. I literally eat shit and breathe air just for tournament arts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, apparently there is the soul transfer technology out there that exists that uh, probably caused uh, his brother's soul to be trapped within this robot body. And, uh, yeah, basically it's like they give him an inspirational speech and let him go, I guess. And they fly away. It's like, hey, we're not going to. We're not going to stop here, brother. I'm going to fight all the way with you and get your body back. And that's uh, the series, um, you know, the series uh, objective is set. Get the brother into his original get body. Get brother's body back. Stop the evil, the evil shadow organization. And uh, they're like, we should probably use uh, another thing other than Jackman because we're not Jackman. Yeah, that's swagger jacking. Ha, 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 I liked it. It's fake. Uh and uh, they decide to go with Zip Man. Nice. Uh, Zipper No Man. I like this panel. The, little, the whole uh, the whole uh, concept for their name being Zip Man is uh, conceptual, like two people in one as uh, the zipper is coming up. I guess. <laughs> I mean. I never thought about a zipper that way, but you're. You know, two halves. Like when they zip it up, they become one. Yeah, two halves coming together to form one Zip Man. Sure. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, usually everything that I have that with a zipper is usually part of the same piece. But hey, I mean, whatever. I, I, I get like it. How, I like how Christian's more impressed with this than somebody making antibodies out of. Yeah, I, I, I'm more <laughs> impressed with this with uh, Mizuki finally figure just suddenly figuring out. It's like, hey, maybe the cure for this <laughs> antibody is in his blood that I got on my snake tooth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know how you guys know how I got this blood on my snake tooth. He used a snake attack. <laughs> maybe it, it has cool. some. Maybe it has some fucking ninja Tylenol in there that we could use to fucking cure ourselves. Listen, bro. You guys came at me first. Don't you be. Ha- <laughs> so listen, you better be happy that his snake powers mean something. You guys came use. at me first. You're right. Shots fired. Look at this big baby. Yeah, the, uh, they cut to this big baby uh, that I'm super excited to see fight. Right. Uh, it looks In like the dinosaur. Optimus Prime Optimus is here. Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally all these giant robots are sharing a fucking battle. Right. House. Ashira, the Indian god. Uh, that sounded hella ignorant. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Vishnu. Yeah, and they're just like, hmm, this zip man is causing trouble. Uh, so. And they notice that China is. Uh, they notice China, and they're like, "Maybe Had a super should. zipper key." Yeah, and they're like, "We should invite China into this thing. She'll be a perfect addition to my party." And a uh, new villain takes his flame sword villain. Yeah, uh, that was Zipman Chapter Four. It's fine so far. Um, you know, it's a it's a solid series. It's fun. I like the art a lot, and I like that Optimus Prime is in it. So sure, and this big baby, big. Baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was it, man. Brian. Dr. Stone. Oh, yeah. Oh, there are no more America comics, right? No, no, no. <laughs> that was, this is Dr. Stone, chapter two, 134. Uh, 134. Commander face off. Uh, 
the uh, ish- the chapter begins with uh, the the petrification beam finally taking over everybody. It even takes uh, Hyoga and uh, Mo's and yeah, it's it's encompassing the whole island. Island mm-hmm. like that that wasn't cat. <laughs> yeah, and uh, John. Oh is, yeah, John just <laughs> Jafar is like, woo, I win. <laughs> I'm evil. Yeah, fuck you guys. And I even got you so used. Fuck you, baby. Yeah, he, he finds so used. He's like, ha, look at that expression. Yo, <laughs> I remember when you was a fucking baby and I tried to kill you because you were a, a witness. Yeah, your mother got you away, but you came back and I smoked your ass too. <laughs> yeah, he's feeling himself. And then he deal, uh, he notices footprints. He's like, no, somebody's still here. He follows it. He finds the mobile lab and he sees a uh, fucking- The monster from before? No, it's just more sorcery. Uh-huh. He looks inside and it's um, a big megaphone inside that says five meters one second, <laughs> and he loses his shit. He's like, "No!" He throws the petrification device off of his body, and um, Senku is uh, on the uh, the top of this hill, be like, "Well, I guess I need to be up close and personal for it to work. I need to be like right there telling it myself and not through a megaphone." So the battle begins. That's where that chapter ends. Um, yeah, maybe it's something about like like vocal cords, the sound that vocal cords make, as opposed to like the like a digital sound. Yeah, or maybe, maybe. you need to be a little close. Like, oh, maybe really it just close wasn't close it. enough, yeah. right? Okay, maybe he almost to... caught him, man. Yeah, he he's... <laughs> <laughs> like when you play hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> woo! He's like, woo! Shit! <laughs> like as soon as he got it, like, like yeah. That's like when, when they def- send it to you, and you're already in the motion of passing it as yeah. it's coming. It's when a defensive back is uh, like closing on the quarterback, so you have to just throw it away. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he saves. He saves the the the, the tackle, the loss of yards. Yeah, yeah. But that was Doctor uh, Stone. I I'm I'm really excited for this. I hope this is just like a wit, a battle of wits between the two of them. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah like a Saiku just has to get physical close. chess match, like an abstract chess match. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, anyway, that was uh, Doctor Stone. Very fun. Brian, randomize us. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I got the phone. Don't worry about it. Well, one Piece. Yeah. Boy. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 966, Roger and Whitebeard. So you want to be a pirate. <laughs> chapters of Part three. three. All right. So Roger and, uh, oh, the Whitebeard pirates land on this uh on this island, and uh, immediately, fucking Odin gets it popping with Roger. He just uh, he starts coming in, starts taking down Roger's crewmates, and um, well, you know the light ones anyway. Yeah. Gaban and uh, Rayleigh are like, should we take care of this guy? <laughs> I guess we should. And then uh, Roger, I comes guess. In. <laughs> and Roger comes in, is like, nope, I'm gonna do it. I want to fight. And uh, Roger takes Odin down in one hit, basically. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah, but, no and given kidding. Odin's power stra- power, uh, ranking up to this point, he's that's a pretty big feat. He took yeah, him down one strike. really big deal. Like, Odin's been like, that's kind of been his thing. Yeah. You know, like, I'm stronger than everyone else. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck Maybe not as more skilled, maybe not a better fighter, but definitely stronger. He's around, And like, more swagger. He's around Whitebeard's level, like, at, like his base form. Right? Raw like, strength. Mm, sure. yeah, maybe, yeah. But... We don't even know because a white beard comes in immediately after follows suit, and uh, they swing their weapons at each other, and they don't even touch each other. 
yeah. the weapons don't even clash, and it causes this just big the force uh, from the from the swings just and the hockey collided. And the swings. Yeah, it's so fucking real. They have a super shonen moment when they clash, and then they're both cheesing at each other because that's the most exciting thing <laughs> that could have ever happened. <laughs> this is essentially that was this whole thing was essentially an of. Warrior's orgasm. Yeah, they're like, well, you seem well to me, Roger. And he's like, how many years has it been? Drop your valuables and leave. Very pirate-like. I guess. Yeah, it's very (laughs) pirate-like. Leave your fucking treasure, bitch. We pulling up. (laughs) But this is one piece, and they're not real pirates, because there's only one real pirate, and his name is Teach. But um, (laughs) They are pirates, After after a few days, they all become best friends. Uh, Okay, so, yeah, they literally fight for three days straight, and then at the fourth day... And then they become best friends. They were already... But when Asta does it... (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Let me make it perfectly clear. This is nothing like Asta. They're best friends. They already know each other. They're not fucking people with all solution swords talking at each other, inspirational speeches at each other, barely knowing each other, being like, ooh, I guess we're cool now. I'm a war criminal, but that's cool because Austin talked to me. Yeah, I'm a yeah, good yeah. boy now. Don't step to me on that. <laughs> you going to come at me and compare <laughs> Black Clover to One Piece? All right, I won't fucking come at you, bro. <laughs> All right, you, you got it. I was out of my uh, mind. Yeah. But. That was wild, But. <laughs> but. There's only one real pirate. No, these are pretty pirate. Like, mm. the older pirates are more pirate-like than the right recent ones. I'll that, give you that. And that one pirate, you want to know who that is? No. <laughs> you really want to know? Who? I, I, I didn't know where I was going. Marshall Teach. Marshall D. Well, Teach. okay, so after three days of straight fighting, they're just like, we could just do a, an exchange of treasure. You know? A.K.A. become best friends. They were already friends. No. They, just, they were they're just associates, rivals. and now they're best friends. They're not best friends. They've known each other for years, and they've been fighting each other bestest for years. Bestest friends? No. They're not even bestest friends. Super best friends. Their bestest friends are, oh, their, man. Each other's you know what, are their own crewmates. You are a tough character. Nah, it's consistent. You're, You're not going to get me on this. It's not like fucking Black Clover. Nothing's known like each Black other. Clover. Asta <laughs> will suddenly be best friends with a complete stranger. This is not this. So... Fuck out of here with that Wait, shit. Is it, it, doesn't Luffy do Didn't that? Didn't Odin kill a few of his crew no, members or Luffy, something? <laughs> like, Luffy fucking waits a whole arc. Luffy will not just... Oh, okay. No, he invited Zoro just because he saw him out in the fucking... No, he invited Zoro. Well, first of all, he he invited Zoro because he thought Zoro was strong enough to help him get to the fucking... Yeah, end. but Zoro's still a He didn't come in and speechify Zoro... And be like, this is why you're wrong, Zoro. He just asked him to join his crew, and he was just like, No, he forced him to. Actually, he forced him to join the crew. Did he? Yeah, he said, I'm holding your swords hostage. If you want to join me, you'll get your swords back if you join my crew. How the fuck did he do that? Because Zoro was (laughs) fucking held up on the post. And and Luffy was like, Oh, he took advantage? Yeah, he's like, Hey, if you want your swords back. I thought that's the whole point, that he's like like the check to Luffy. I read the series upwards of 15 times. You're not going to cut. You're You're not going to catch me. All right. It's not like Black Clover. What about Vivi? Vivi? Oh, yeah. uh, fuck that. Baby. He just oh. let her on this ship. Oh, you mean? That's not true. That takes a... The... No. Listen, Brian, don't create a straw man. <laughs> All right. He want to break go down. Vivi? Oh, boy. Here goes a big bad wolf. Coming to huff puff your straw away. Your straw house. Let me tell you about Vivi, son. Vivi was not their friend up front. Vivi was a transactional relationship up to a certain point. Vivi said, hey, save my kingdom. I'll give you a billion berries. 
That's how they became Phoebe's friend. That's literally, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Don't play. I still oh, yeah, don't think that's enough. Tony, but Wait, did she give them the money? Tony Tony Chopper literally Wait, they healed the money? Nami. Wait, but did they take the money? Yeah, that's after they became friends and got closer naturally. But they took the money. No, they left it because after a while, they just became her friend and they saved the kingdom because they liked her. It's what not- was a million berries to them? She's a whole rich. No, they did. Well, they forgot. Literally, Nami was like, "I forgot to ask her for the money." Yikes! <laughs> yeah. So I dig- we digress. And on. you know what? They were just like, "We'll let it go" because she's our friend. So. So we went two out of back to <laughs> going back to two out of three of the pirates of this series. Yeah. No, these guys fought each other for treasure, and then at the end of three days of fighting, they're like. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> we'll just be cool for a minute. Not best friends like us. Not best friends. They're close. They're close friends. They're D- boys. Dare you say very close. They're boys. I'm not going to deny they're boys. Best friends, though? Best friends, though? No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, no, no Asta magic hour. I no magic. No Asta magic hour. These guys have known each other for years. They're friendly rivals at best. Get it? Happy hour at the bar? You yeah. Meet you know. Yeah. Okay. And there's a, as they're doing the gift exchange, there's a bit of uh, trivia revealed about Teach that apparently Teach has never slept a day in his life. Huh? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Uh, Buggy and Shanks are talking about Teach, and Buggy's like, I heard he's never slept a day in his life. And um, yeah. Damn, that's gangster. Yeah. I'm telling you, I like Teach, man. They, Teach is awesome. They got to show me something where he's like a. Legit, legit bad guy. Because I don't know. He just seems like a regular pirate to me. Luffy's done some pretty wild shit, too. Teach is awesome. Right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm on your side there. I like Teach. Okay, so there's... um, It's revealed that uh, Roger has, like, a printout of Poneglyph, of the road Poneglyph. And uh, he realizes that Kozuki Odin can read it. Because Odin's family is the proprietor of this language that the Poneglyph uses. So, oh, the Kozuki clan? Mm-hmm, the Kozuki clan specifically From, yeah, yeah. are the ones who crafted all the Poneglyphs in this world, including the road Poneglyphs. They didn't create the language, but they were early, there early enough to understand and speak it, similar to the scientists. Yeah, it's kind of unclear. Robinson, they haven't revealed exactly how they're, they're the proprietors of this language, but they essentially say that, um, yeah, they're, they're in charge of, you know, passing it down from generation to generation. And uh, it all started where uh, Roger thought he reached the last island in the world, which is called the Lodestar Island. But uh, when they got there, the, their um, their log pose went crazy, and they realized that there is one more island out there, and which is obviously Raftil. And uh, the only yeah. way to get to it is to gather the four road poneglyphs. Uh, the only problem is no one knows how to read it because the world government has re- forbidden it to be read. And um, So just a... Just a just a refresher. One was on Skypea. Mm-hmm. One was no the road poneglyphs. N- there are just regular poneglyphs scattered around the world. The one on Skypea is just one of the random ones. Oh, I thought that was a. I thought that was the main. I thought that was kind of like the biggest no. takeaway from Skypea. Well, that I'll explain why they right, they pointed out Skypea in general. Um, but anyway. They basically, Roger has had this plan for a while, is that the pirates that make it there first to this last island will be the greatest pirates in the world. And and then if he reaches there, he'll be dot, 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 probably the king of the pirates. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is a concept that no one's known before Roger. So Roger is the first one to think about this type of thing. 
And everybody's just laughing him off. He's like, what are you, a little boy with these dumbass dreams? It kind of, you know, it's kind of yeah, cool because it's not, I mean, you know, that's how One Piece gets down. They'll they'll tell you that, hey, this is the mission. And usually if I'm finding up just saying that, okay, that's something they want to do. But then, you know, what they do is they explain that it's deeper mm-hmm. than it seems. So that's that's why One Piece is so good. Yeah. Um, and this is where Odin is inspired. and um, So right now, he just, as a pirate and as an explorer, he just wants to go there, and he figures, damn, if I can make it somewhere no one else has been, that makes me the top dog. And that's true. That's a logical, clear way of thinking as a pirate, as someone that, as a grown-ass man. Cool Pretty stuff. He, uh, he asks Whitebeard to let Odin get onto the, um, onto the final island because him being able to read the road poneglyphs would be the best way there. So one of the poneglyphs was in uh, well, Sweet Cake Land. Well, these, The one they got in Mom, Big Moms, that was one of the road poneglyphs? Well, at this time period, we don't know where the road poneglyphs are at this point. In that time period, but I'm talking about yeah, in the in, present right now. In the present right now, one of them are, is with Big Mom and Whole Cake Which Island. was the road one, these four main ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, and was Brooke there another one it. on... Yeah, I remember. So, so they have one. Kaido one. has one. Kaido, yeah, there's the Wano one, right? Yeah, and there's Did the one on... Did they get one uh, on Zoe? No, they, Was yeah, that they, one of them? There's one on Zoe. That was one of these? Yeah. Oh, there's shit. There's one on Zoe. They had one. Uh, there's one with Big Mom. There's one with Kaido. Which they took. There's the one fourth one is unknown where it is. Mm. So, Okay, yeah. okay. So, basically, in uh, long and short of it, against uh, Whitebeard's wishes, Odin decides to go on uh, Roger's ship. Look at Whitebeard's face. <laughs> yeah, Whitebeard is not happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that face that they make when it's like. <laughs> yeah, they did this a lot in this uh, little flashback where they just did this gag where like you don't like that, do you? And they make this face. Um, he's like, I don't want to let go of Odin. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, Roger's <laughs> like, boy. I, I haven't spent time with a baby in ages. As he's holding uh, Hyori, that's uh, he, he's he's referencing Ace. He hasn't seen a baby in ages because it's Ace. And uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, Doc Storm and uh, Cat Viper have followed him onto the Roger Pirate ship, and uh, the Roger Pirates initially are like, "Yo, we don't fucks with you, Odin. They just need you for the knowledge, boy. Don't get too comfortable." And then the next page, they're just like, "Yeah, we're fucking parting with Odin. He's the best." And uh, the the chapter ends with uh, them arriving in Skypea and uh, fighting the the Grand Bell that uh, Luffy breaks Enru's fucking skull on. In yeah. The and uh yeah, back in Skypea they they revealed that Ode that uh Roger also reached the Sky Island and he he wrote this on there. So it was implying that Roger could read Poneglyphs, but it was actually Odin who did it. Yeah. He uh Roger just told him what to write. Mm. And uh the reason they found this the... was the bell that came up from from mm-hmm. yeah right that was the mm-hmm. story and then they thought he was a liar because he got caught yeah. he was on the island when he got launched and he found a way back down and they thought he was a liar talking about no him. he wasn't there when it got launched he was there before it got launched and then when he left it got launched and he came back and to he... tell everybody and they didn't believe him they they yeah. they came back with him and half the island was already gone. And that's when they thought it was a liar because all the gold part like this oh. was up there. Oh, okay, okay. That's why Nolan was put to death because he uh, wasted a bunch of resources getting everyone in there for nothing. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the end of the chapter. It's just like closing off that loop in the story, uh, in Roger's story of why uh, his signature was on a bell in Skypea. I f- I had forgot about that entirely, but that's cool. Yeah. Oh, also, this is where Crocus realizes that uh, Roger's got a year to live at that point. 
So so he was terminally ill. Yeah, he was already I'm pretty terminally sure we've, ill by this we point. We talked about yes. this already, but all right. Eesh. And that was one, one piece. piece is so interesting, yo. Yeah, um, we're finally at the part we always wanted to see, little bits of Rogers' journey. Uh, I don't know how far they're going to reveal or how much they're going to show here. They can't show everything. Yeah, they can't, but it's really Not even going to set myself up for that kind of disappointment. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I had I had a great time reading this, you know. it's uh, Whenever One Piece gets into the meat and potatoes of their informational stuff, it's always so good. Um, but Take anyway. notes, yeah. future authors. Yeah, um, but that was One Piece. Uh, Brian, is that it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank Woo! you guys so much for joining us, everybody. That has been our show. Uh, you can find us uh, on the social media at the Chris Espinal, at uh, jdcole underscore 37, at b.esp. Uh, find us at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also, uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any co- uh, questions, suggestions, anything you want to talk to us about. Next week, there is no jump. Uh, so we're going to be trying to, uh, for our first episode of the new year, uh, put a, put a book, nice little book in for this year. Uh, we're going to be thinking about our best, our favorite moments in comics in the last year. And we're going to be just talking to them in no particular order, just reminiscing on our year. And, uh, yeah, we're going to party and bullshit a little sun sun. A little sun sun. And, uh. Yeah, if you guys want to submit your favorite moments in comics and manga, please email us or or shoot us a line on uh, on the Twitter or the Instagram. Uh, next week we also have a new issue of uh, Invasion of Planet Wrestletopia. Woo! Yeah, they sent us a new copy, so that would be cool to look over. Mm, with that being said, Happy New Year, everybody! Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Uh, hopefully, we get some goals down. I'm, I'm starting to write down a list of things we want to accomplish. Next podcast, you know, video feed, uh, find a place to record that's not my bedroom, <laughs> all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, but for now, have a happy new year, you guys. Peace out.